Hey, this is Dr. Vincent West, medical doctor today with another episode of Godless Heathens, and I've got one of my... Just so excited to do this today. It's very fun. Um, got Gary from Alcatraz. We're going to be talking about their new album, Five, uh, and that comes out uh, the, on the 15th, and that's going to be through Silver Lining Music. And uh, Gary, how's it going, man? Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. Oh, it's doing great. Great to talk to you. Uh, we're, all excited. we're all excited for our... Uh released this coming Friday the new album yeah man it's so, it's killer uh, let's jump right into Alcatraz if that's cool can you tell me how you, how you came about to be with Alcatraz and how that kind of came to be as a band back in the day uh, well, way back in another century we uh, um, myself and Jimmy had been in a band called and New England uh, in the middle of doing our fourth album lost a guitar player we got uh, Vinnie Vincent through the guys in kind of Boston. Right. And we decided to go. Pardon? Oh, I said that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So Vinnie came to Boston to join our band in New England. We liked his demo stuff, and we decided to start a whole new band, moved to L.A. within a week, and uh, called it Warriors, a working title. At the last minute, he got asked to join Kiss full-time. Right. And who could say no to that? Sure. So he joined them. Jimmy and I were out there for about a year trying different things. And I met Andy Truman, who was Graham Bonnet's neighbor, and he suggested that we, the three of us start a band together, an equal band kind of thing. Not the Graham Bonnet band, but, you know, Alcatraz. Sure. And we said, great. So we had a few other guys in mind to be uh, guitars and drums, which didn't work out. And we found Ingve through uh, Andy's, who ran a record store, knew of uh, of Ingve. He came down audition for us, and it was a great fit. We had the perfect uh, the perfect thing for we're looking for. We wanted to have a band like like Rainbow, like Michael Schenker. Sure. Not a uh, not an American sounding band. But, you know, more pop. A lot of the American bands are just kind of got all the heavy stuff in the Marshall section just kind of playing pop music right not really playing any you know some strange scales <laughs> right so so anyway that was that was our objective at that time who have been on MCA and Graham being in Rainbow and uh, I uh, I came up with the name Alcatraz and the logo and we decided to call it Alcatraz with two Z's to keep us away from the uh, state of California and the Parks Department with Alcatraz sure. Prison. Sure. And uh, did the logo. Added another Z. It's kind of like jazz, pizzazz, the naz. Just kind of look cooler. So that's how. That's why there's two Z's on there. And off we went. And we did our first record in. Uh, uh, Two months from meeting Inve, all of us meeting each other really, and and uh, knocked that record out pronto, and off we went. So that was the beginning of the, the beginning of the band right there, nineteen eighty four. That first album, I remember buying it on vinyl when I saw the Island in the Sun video, um, ah. and and just loved it. And actually, um, that was my introduction to Inve too. So 
um, right. as a listener. So that was awesome. And then, of course, uh, the, uh, the the next Disturbing the Peace, I thought, was a killer album as well. Yeah, we were really proud of, this, of both records. I mean, they're both kind of different, you know. And it's great for, like, myself and Jimmy to play with different guys. Sure. And play different styles. It's definitely a challenge to play with somebody like Steve I and Ink. All of of uh, you know writing songs and recording songs and going on tours and everything. Absolutely. So well, I'm proud of both records. We had, uh, I kind of like both of them equally in a way. The first album, Rockmore, I'll say that. The second album, more experimental and kind of more more musical. Though we had we kind of explored a few things, and uh, again, like I said, I like both of them. So. We're playing uh, some of the old Alcatraz stuff right now, it's and uh, awesome. some of the stuff on the good as well. But yeah, the new the new album man is is so cool. Like the second I uh, saw that this thing was coming out, I was super stoked to listen to it. And let's kind of jump into the new album here. So uh, talk about a little bit track one about Guardian Angel. Well, we wanted a, a, a fast song. Everyone's talking fast, fast, and heavy. So, okay, we'll give you a fast, heavy song. Check this out. <laughs> so that's the idea behind Guardian Angel. And it kind of kicks off the album to show that we're not doing, you know, ballads or bugs or anything. And it's just, uh, uh, just a good indication of where the band's heading. It's what we always wanted. Myself and Jimmy have been playing heavy rock on Spirit we kids in high school way back in the dark ages of the 60s. Sure. And, uh, um, so it's not a new thing. It's not like we're, and we're not trying to uh, cop the the sound of 1984. Either. We're just moving ahead with what we always want to do, which is play, play mean and heavy, and play rock music, not not uh, not pop music. It's sure. great to listen to, and other bands do great. But we wanted to have a, a heavy rock band, you know. Well, you definitely did. It's a hell of a way to start the album off, too. Um, uh, the next track, tell us a little bit about Night Watch. Uh, what can I tell you about Night Watch? <laughs> uh, it's, it's interesting because all the songs, you know, we kind of put the songs together in different orders. And as far as the lyrics go, I'm not quite sure lyrically what a lot of things are. I'd have to ask Doogie about that because he's a. Uh, He's our lyric guy. Sure, sure. I just meant more musically what you but thought yeah. about that one. Just another strong song. Same one, you know, sort of, uh, sort of uh, turn of the wheel. Blackheart, we did a little jig there for, for fun. <laughs> right. And uh, you know, it just kind of goes down the list, kind of, you know, kind of strong, straight-ahead songs. Uh, except for maybe Dark Day from Hell, it's more of a, you know, a laid-back it's actually kind of like we thought of it being kind of like Procol Harum being the right. age we are. <laughs> but, uh, those are our influences. People say you're influenced by these guys and those guys say, no, we were together before those guys ever thought about having a painting. Right. So, I mean, you're influenced by everything you hear, everything on the radio, everything on TV, you're influenced by that. So, so you do have influences from bands. Even things you don't like, they still influence you to not like them. So that's how that works. <laughs> so what else can I tell you about the the songs? Um, the uh, sort of deliverance I thought was like a cool track. I love that one. Yeah, 
that was great. They're all great songs to play, a lot of fun. And that was the thing, have songs that we like to play and can play years from now and still enjoy playing them, not just have a, you know, a throwaway just for a reason or to, to please somebody that, you know, in the business world or something like that. Just to, just have a, uh, songs that we like. If we like the music and we're happy playing it, then we'll play well. And hopefully people like it. That's the best thing you can have being a musician is to, you know, recreate some songs that you like and you like playing them. And other people come along and they like it. And it doesn't get better than that. It's a, that's the best thing there is. So we're hoping people enjoy what we just did. And I know we enjoyed putting it together for sure. Now, the current band for the new album, is is that an established uh, outfit you've had for a while? Or was it new for this album? Or the lineup of people yeah I mean obviously oh, you and, and Duke I know Duke that but yeah. uh, 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 Joe was not uh, last record was uh, Joe was on the record also but uh, Doogie you know, we changed singers and Doogie is uh, is the new singer yeah, so he's a new guy so that's funny it's been pretty wild to, to be oceans apart and pull us together electronically and have it turn out so well. <laughs> it's killer. He does a great job. I mean, the the, the album really is. Um, for me, it's like it's 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 fresh, but it's classic sounding Alcatraz. You know, right? He's been all the same places we have. He's been with Richie Blackmore. He's played Michael Schenker. He's played with Ingve. All the same things, and he's never really quite came into his own being part of somebody else's band like that. And Alcatraz is a band. It's not a backup band or anything like that. Sure. And I think hopefully this will give the world a chance to see Doogie for who he is. He's a great singer, been around for a while. He's a seasoned professional guy. He's not some some young. Doogie's uh, been doing it for a while, and it shows. It shows in the songwriting and the the profession and getting things done on a day to day basis because that's what has to be done in a band to get us from A to B and all these all these uh, agendas we have we're, we're leaving uh, two weeks for our English tour we'll be going to uh, England for a week to rehearse that'll be the first time we've all been together in the same room since this whole because of the COVID thing sure so that's going to be interesting and well that'll we're be off to uh, Great Yarmouth England headlining a, a festival so no pressure there <laughs> Do you do you uh, are you excited to see the reactions of the new material live or? Pardon. Are you excited to hear the reactions of the new material live? I'm sure. Yeah, we, yeah. People are going to come see us, and certain people, you know, myself included, you go see somebody live. You have certain expectations what you're going to see or not to see, and, and it's always great when you can see people coming. I didn't expect that. That's really cool. I'm game and love what you did, and, and I'm a fan. So hopefully we'll have a lot of converts, and we'll uh, make a lot of inroads into uh, building up our base to uh, to keep this thing going. So that's our main main objective. But uh, it's a rewarding thing when people like your music. Well, this record's fantastic. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the cover art for the new album? I love it. Zealand, and he he came along with the idea. What if 
buy a new logo, we have the old logo. A logo with A and a Z. And he came up with that logo, which is pretty cool, we thought. And so the cover is kind of like, you know, a prison kind of thing, and the, the logo and the five being the fifth, the fifth studio album, official record. And that's sort of what it is. It's, it's uh, nice and I like the color size, bright and orange and red. Yeah, it has a good vibe to it. I suppose being all black, we've done that before too. <laughs> yeah, I love the chains uh, that are shooting off, like out. Right. That's really, it's really cool. Really, really cool. Happy with that too. So booking agents are great, and uh, we're, we're we're very happy. Really happy to be here. As far as the production on this, um, how long did it take you guys to to to, to like to do the recording of everything? Uh, we started. Let's see. How does this work out? We started uh, last Christmas, just after last Christmas, and we were done by early summer. So we've been sitting around. So you know, it's about about five months of flipping things around and working on things and then we've been sitting for the last five months waiting for the record to get released sure and waiting for the COVID thing to do its thing and so now it seems to be easing up a bit and we're gonna take the shot and go to Europe so we have all our passport things lined up and we're ready to go so that's kind of the idea with that it took, it took uh, you know about about five, six months in actuality of getting it mixed and everything else put all together. Bono did a great job putting together Giles Lowry, our manager, as far as production goes. The other guys that helped us. Uh, just been really super. Well, the production on the album's great. Um, and as far as like songwriting, how long had you been working on a bunch of the songs? Well, they were all brand new as of last Christmas. Okay. It was brand new. Jimmy went to Boston to Joe's place and they wrote some songs and when he got Doogie Doogie wrote all the lyrics for all those songs and he did a great job but so it's all just this past year it's all brand new there's no no songs too much from the old days I think one song Doogie had a while back in one of his bands we've redone it but there's no uh, no songs left over from 1983 that we dusted off and you know try to make them heavy or anything like that it's all fresh stuff that's great. It, it sounds fresh. It's great. Um, to jump back into the album, I really like Return to Nevermore. What do you think of that track? Oh, that's one of my favorite songs. It's just really heavy. It's it's like it's like pro call harem heavy. It's like way, way yeah. back in, in another <laughs> century when you know they were great, great. It's just a great musical thing. It shows off Jimmy's keyboard playing too, which. Which is, is is wonderful. I've been playing with Jimmy since 1975. We've been in five bands or six bands together. Oh wow! Now. <laughs> so we've been we've played all the played a lot of places, and I love his keyboard stuff with the with the B3 and the Mellotrons and all that stuff. And that song kind of showcases what he can do. And then Doogie sang the heck out of it. And the whole band sounds great. So I like I like the song a lot. You know, not a lot of slower songs on the record. And that's that's one of them. But it really, uh, I think it really works among all the other songs. Yeah, it's, that track really stood out to me. I really like that one. Um, what can you tell us about uh, track eight, uh, Target? Just another fast song. You know, 
Uh, we're, we'll be playing that live. That's in the set, the new set. Awesome. Yep. That's a fun song. And they're all fun. <laughs> right. It's great that it's all fresh and we're excited. Because when we're excited, and you, then you bring it that to the stage and we're rehearsed and, and comfortable. And then we have a good time and it sounds good. And you're not playing songs you, you can't stand. I've been in bands where there's, you know, somebody writes a song and even they hit a record and you go, ugh. Right, <laughs> right. play it, though. And you play and you smile. But this record for us is, is just a, a winner as far as us all smiling and and uh, staying together and, and putting it forward. And then also, we you know, we've got stuff to prove, being who we are and there's some skeptics out there. We're out, we're out to like diminish that quickly, and I, I don't think you can play heavy rock without having a little chip on your shoulder. So it doesn't doesn't hurt to play aggressively. It's, it's not uh, it's it's, it's, uh, it's not the same as playing you know, a quieter style of music. It's you know it's balls to the wall and <laughs> right, absolutely behind it. You know, so. I'm now, looking forward to that. Being the bass player, I'm not the guy driving this whole thing. My my job is to drive, shake the place, whether it's a theater or an outdoor festival, just pound the ground. Absolutely. Um, as far as you said, you were go- you guys are going over rehearse. You do the fe- are you just doing the one festival? Or are you guys going to do some other shows over there? Or yeah, we have twelve shows all together. Oh wow! Tell us tell us about the tour yeah. that you've got set up there. Uh, we're playing, playing a lot of places. <laughs> I'm excited to hear it. This is. I'm so happy you guys are doing this. It's so cool. Yeah, we're, we have a co-headlining tour going with Girl School also. Oh, nice! Great girls. We actually played with them in 1984 with Ingvag. We played with them in Oregon for a one-off deal in Portland way back. Really? Then. That's awesome. So we're doing <laughs> some. Yeah, we're doing shows together, and that's. Gee, it's going great for everybody play last next night we'll play last whatever don't care and it's gonna be great so like I said there's about um, 10 shows of girls school and two shows of our own playing uh, some festivals so so that'd be good we're playing uh, um, again I don't have a list in front of me at the moment of where we're going <laughs> the, the, fe- the festival st- do you like playing the, the big festival stuff like that do you like playing the big festival stuff as opposed to like a like a theater or whatever? Actually, I think the most fun thing is a small theater, a small old fashioned two three thousand seat old opera hall kind of place. That's where it sounds great. I mean, those places kind of designed acoustically to have music as opposed to playing like a, a college gymnasium, right. just a, you know, a basketball court all wood. And just rectangular and nothing going on there. There's have baffles and high ceilings, and so those are kind of more fun. That'll get my favorite place, but you don't get to play in front of fifty thousand people doing small theaters either. <laughs> sure, sure. As far as the festival stuff you guys are doing, is it like a different mix of music? Is it similar bands playing the festivals you're playing, or? Yeah, let me uh, let me let me really quick. Uh, Sorry for the weird questions there again. I'm just asking stuff that I thought would be, you know. Yeah, no. Um, Let me find where we're going here. Uh, 
I love that you're playing with girls' school. That's awesome. Our, our first show was Great Yarmouth, and we're playing, uh, we're headlining. We're playing with Gun, the Choir Boys, Enough's Enough, Bonfire, and it's a bunch of great bands. Oh, wow. I didn't know Gun, Gun was still together. That's awesome. I haven't thought about them yeah. in a long time. <laughs> I, like, I like the Choir Boys. I think they're really good. Oh, band. they are. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, let's see where else. We're also playing another festival on our own uh, called Winter Storm in Troon, Scotland. And we're playing with uh, Inglorious, uh, a band called Cat, Cats in Space. Jordy, we're playing with Jordy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. And uh, there's about 20 And in girls' school, we're playing... Uh, we're playing in Milton Keynes, Stoke-on-Trent, Blackpool, Swansea, Grimsby, Chesterfield, Edinburgh, Bradford, Troon, Scotland, Newcastle, London, Wolverhampton, and London. So, if you're in England, come see us. <laughs> that's amazing, man. That's really cool. Are you guys planning on doing anything stateside next year? Uh, hopefully. You know, it'd be fun to play in the States. It's just that it's so spread out, it's hard to... Yeah, it's hard to do a, a big long tour without uh, connect, being connected to something else. Sure. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. We've been offered a gig in Russia next summer for a huge festival, awesome. fifty thousand people. That's awesome. And uh, and that's pretty cool. Well, we're we're looking into doing that, and we're looking to do you know the bigger festivals just come next summer, twenty twenty two. Absolutely. So this is kind of our break the break the ground kind of thing to really next year you know shine the car and take it out for a ride <laughs> absolutely I th- that's a great idea I think I mean um, you know I-, I think probably in the states that M3 festival would be a good one I don't know they seem to have a lot of like similar yeah, type bands and stuff so right there's a lot of good a lot of good things I mean um, uh, we'll, we'll play anybody but Malcatraz did Eddie Money tours I mean <laughs> Hey man, I love Eddie Money, man. I love me some Eddie Money. <laughs> Alcatraz, Jefferson, Starship together. That was just weird. <laughs> That's another great band. I think it's awesome. You guys have toured all the people you have and the history you have with the album. I mean, I'm telling you, I remember buying Disturbing the Peace on vinyl uh, when I was in like fifth grade, and I'm like, God damn, this record's so good. It's so. I mean, literally, it's like, and you you guys blew me away because like, okay, you got Ingve, now you got Steve Vai, you know, and it was just like, wow, it's right. like. You know, and the new album is just—it's stellar, man. It's so good. Every track, I love "House of Lies." We talked about "Blackheart" for a second. That's a great one. "Return to Nevermore." There's so many good tracks on this new album. Um, right. It's kind of like when Ingve left the band. Like, now what are you going to do, guys? Well, watch this. <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> you know, the band, and it's like, well, well, watch this. You know, it's like it's, it's no big deal. There's plenty of guys out there, and uh, we've been lucky in securing a lot of great guys so again uh, Jim and I are real proud to play on all five albums from day one till now and uh, it's kind of kind of a great thing surprising how we took some time off and we're back at it and it's going great doesn't happen too often to, to too many bands so we're very thankful for that well, as a fan, as a longtime fan, I'm ecstatic. You guys are back, and hopefully, get to see you guys play some of these great songs um, live. And 
everybody, our listeners, most of our listeners are European, so I hope they enjoy this. Go out and check you guys out on this tour you're doing, um, some of these festivals. Great. We'll be playing uh, God Bless Video from, from, like I said, from the second album. So good. Yeah. I love it, man. It's so good. (laughs) And, uh, Like in that video, the guy, the guy who plays the devil and God is actually uh, was a big DJ in Los Angeles. Really? At the time. And people think, uh, they don't understand what it was all about, but that's why Steve's kind of wearing white, and he's, then he's dressed in black, and he's doing the, the God and the devil thing, and the song's about MTV bands, and, you know, the song is so bad that God must have blessed us, because <laughs> otherwise, why is it happening? That's... And then a lot of people thought it was a Christian band. They didn't like us, and we didn't get added to the radio station. So that, you know, we're not Striper or anything. And that's we played with Striper one time on my birthday, actually, in Santa Monica. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's funny. But, uh, yeah, we played a lot of people. And and uh, so it's great to play something from the from the, the Steve record as well because everyone always mentions the first record which did rock harder than the second but the second had a lot of intricate music in it that I'm really proud of songs like Mercy and uh, Breaking the Heart of the City is one of my favorite songs oh, that's a good one from that record about the pyramids and that's just heavy I mean we're tuned way down way before detuning was in vogue like it is now we were tuned down to for musicians out there tuned down to low C so it's down there the strings are flapping off the neck (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's you know I'll tell you another funny thing as an an Alcatraz fan Alcatraz was the first time I'd heard Graham too so right that exposed me to go back and check out the Rainbow Record Deep Purple etc blah blah so and I'm influenced by what he did with somebody else so and the same with us being in New England. People here in New England, they go, that's Gary and Jimmy, that's that's Wade. So yeah, it is. So that's something to check out for. People looking for something something to check out. Check out the, the, the recent five CD box set of New England on Cherry Red Records. That's uh, some interesting stuff on there. That's awesome. You an idea where we're coming. Because like I said, we've been doing it for a long time. It's not like we're just here or there or you know gave up and became uh, whatever we've just been plugging away and plugging away waiting and waiting and waiting for things to break break open so now the gate's open here we come <laughs> well I you know I'm a uh, I'm a big Tom Brady fan so Alcatraz being from New England that's a that's a that's a beautiful thing for me <laughs> I'm from Connecticut so I get it and yeah. uh that's the name New England, <laughs> which I helped name that band also. Did you? Is what? That's awesome. I mean, like I said, you're you're a Renaissance man with with rock, man. I mean, I I, I grew up listening to these records, and this new album is fucking fantastic. I first time I listened to it, I've listened to it like three times. Listened to it on headphones, and it's it's killer. It's 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 I, like I said, uh, his vocals are fantastic. The the fucking songs are moving. Slower stuff's dope. I love all of it. It's great. It's just a great fucking album. Um, well, thanks. You know, I like listening to a record where you have to take, a, take the headphones off and go, <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> go, whoa. <laughs> yeah, 
that's the way it should be. It should be smoke, and smoke should come out of your ears. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's that's the that's the way it was. And and like I said, uh, it's it's just it's such a great record though. And um, hopefully, like I said, you guys can do some stuff stateside. I'd love to see you guys. I've never got to see Alcatraz. So. Yeah, I mean, we. I think the only time Alcatraz played in Florida, we played Destin, Florida, which is kind of where you are. Yeah. At one point, we played Hollywood, Florida, down by uh, Fort Lauderdale. And that's the only time we played in in, uh, in Florida with officially back then. So hopefully we'll come back. I mean, I want to play every place and bring what we have to everybody and and everybody enjoy it. Have a great time. Have Absolutely, great man. This record is fantastic. It comes out this Friday. Uh, five from Alcatraz uh, on Silver Lining Music. And, man, I cannot thank you enough for taking the time today to talk with me. I'm a huge fan, and I just want our fans of what we do to know about some of the stuff I grew up listening to. And this is a fantastic new album. Great. Well, appreciate it, Vince. I'm glad you, you like it because uh, we like it. You know, we're trying to do the best we can and do music we love. It's not it's not insincere. There's a lot of bands out there. People just do it for the paycheck. It's insincere. And it's like, hey, it's okay. I think you can tell when people, when their heart's really in it, they just pound their way. Absolutely. A lot, of, a lot of great bands, you know, are still into it. You know, there's no, they have never diminished that. So we're hopefully we're in the, the latter category of, of, uh, convinced and dedicated and ready to just nail it so hope we get to see you soon <laughs> oh yeah man hey before I let you go do you can you share a fun uh, story uh, when Ingve was in the band for me as a Ingve fan <laughs> oh let me see uh, um, a fun story what can we say um uh, Yeah, I'm here. Oh, we played uh, upstate New York in Poughkeepsie or someplace with, with Ted Nugent. We did about I don't know, 30 shows that summer with Ted Nugent. Oh, wow. Did his penetrating tour. And afterwards, we went to some big rock club somewhere out in the woods. <laughs> and, <laughs> and poor Ring, but he came in last and he, he came in. He, he did something to piss off the bouncers out front. Nary was going to kill him. And we came out, and he was just running across this dirt parking lot. They were throwing stuff at him. It's like and we had to go rescue him. It's like you know, you got to be careful with some of these guys. Just didn't get it sometimes. Like, dude, dude. But we had a lot of fun. Uh, we were we were in a. We were in Arizona, and we had just played. I think Phoenix and Rob Halford came down to see it. We were in the middle of nowhere in Arizona at nighttime. Black Rock came right. right about three thirty in the morning, singing German beer songs and I care Elvis yelling and screaming, and it, the the. Uh, the motor in the, the motorhome had a flat tire. Since it was a 
Jack. So now all we're going to do is you go outside, it's like nothing except the stars. I mean, nothing. Oh, shit. <laughs> no traffic, nothing, just us. <laughs> like being on the moon at nighttime. And so way off in the distance, we saw a blinking light. We figured, well, hit the blinking light, maybe it's a store. It was, and it was a general store, and uh, <laughs> and it had a cattle gate, you know, where the, yeah. the, uh, the cattle can't get across, it's got slits in it. Yeah. And we started coming across, and this guy hasn't got a, a, a watchdog, he's got a bull. <laughs> it's full black bull, the bell comes clunking along. The, the, the three or four was Ingve and myself just thought, jump back on, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and we we threw a big rock saying, saying, dude, we're from New York. You know, we have to get to the telephone, got to move. And the bull went around the back of the store, we all jumped across the park lot onto the porch of the store found the payphone I was like now what are we going to do we're going to call the Arizona State Police I don't think that's a great idea <laughs> and we, there's a bulletin board of people doing different things and Ingve says hey look at this guy and we saw this this card this business card I said I fix anything you know I, I, can, I do welding painting uh, all that stuff and somebody said well call him I said it's 4 o'clock in the morning and they said he doesn't know where we are. He's not going to come get crazy, if, you know, if you wake him up. It's a, that's a good point. So we put a quarter in there and called him up. And the guy said, I'll be there in 20 minutes. And this guy came down in a, a Jed Clamp at Beverly Hillbillies, kind of converted old pickup truck with welders and all kinds of tools on it. We all jumped in the truck and he <laughs> fixed the flat. And he wouldn't take more than like 30 or 40 bucks. We tried to give him 100 bucks. He wouldn't take it. Oh, wow. He said that was his, his price. And it was by then it was like 5 in the morning. And you can start seeing this, the sky getting light again. And we continued our drinking, and off we went. Meeting Bay, Jimmy, Graham, Jan. Another <laughs> <laughs> bump on the road. <clears throat> That's so we funny. Had, it was Ingve's birthday that summer, and we stopped in a Burger King. We all had the Burger King uh, crowns on. In <laughs> 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 the bus with all these paper crowns, and they had, we had a birthday cake for him. And, Want a little guitar from the, the dollar store and stuff. <laughs> Some whistles. It's <laughs> amazing. It was his twenty-first birthday, I think. Oh wow! So, we had some good times. That's amazing. I appreciate you sharing that. That's so fucking. Fun. <laughs> I still can't get over him running from the bouncers. <laughs> oh, the that was just funny. And I think the, he dropped some of his braces and they picked him up and thrown him at him. <laughs> <laughs> he was underage that was the problem he, he was underage but he demanded being come inside anyway and they said no you can't do it and, you know led into a big heated debate and bouncers love when you challenge them so you know it's not, it's not a good deal and he was learning quickly about that that's so funny you gotta be careful that's hilarious well look the, the new album is fucking fantastic I, I can't thank you enough for sharing everything with us today and taking the time to do this um, okay. Alcatraz is touring. Go see them. Our fans in the, that area, go see Alcatraz. They're fucking awesome. The new album, Five, comes out this Friday from Silver Lining Music. Yeah, thanks, Vince, and thanks, everybody listening, and see you soon. Yeah.